Oh, I'm so tired. It's been yeah. a good FinCon. You know, it's been a good FinCon when you're exhausted. I have this back and forth of I'm glad it's over because I'm tired, but I'm sad it's over because it went so quickly. And I love making the in-person connections with people that I don't see throughout the year. So it's kind of half family reunion, half learning. Welcome to Star of the Doubts. I'm your host, Jared Easley, sipping on a coffee, hanging with my good friend, Jessica Cabarino from EverySingleDollar.com. Jessica, welcome. Thank you, Jared. Thanks again for having me. Yeah, it's been a little bit and it for good reason, right? Number one, we live so close that uh, I can almost <laughs> throw a rock and hit your house. It's not quite that close. No. Maybe 30, 45 minutes-ish. Yes. But the only time we ever see each other, I'll let you finish that sentence. We only meet each other either at FinCon or Podcast Movement <laughs> or San Diego at Social Media Marketing it's in, World. It's in some other city way <laughs> far away that you fly to for an event. Yeah, we and, could uh, drive. We don't do things very efficiently that way. <laughs> I, I would like to think 2018 is going to be our year, Jessica. Definitely. But uh, Keep that's it said, in Florida. Keep it yeah, in Florida. Yeah, it was like we hung out in Atlanta. <laughs> we hung out in yeah, Chicago and then San Diego and then San Diego twice, I think. Actually, I know. Yeah, I was in San Diego twice. <laughs> All right, fair enough. So that said, I want to talk about this particular week for you. It sounds like this week has been one that has been challenging, that's been encouraging, just maybe a, a week that you needed to just kind of regroup and think about what's coming up. And so uh, what part of that can you share or are willing to go into? I'll be willing to go into all of it. I'm very transparent. Well, if we need as to back know. up a little bit, I'm willing that. Okay. As well. So this year has been tough. I had to back away from every single dollar a little bit. I've had some health issues this year. You know, mm-hmm. beginning of the year, I was dealing with a lot of anxiety and depression, which is a big thing in my own family and my own health history. I mean, I came to a point where I really need to deal with it with medication and I had been going to therapy. So I took care of that, but I still had ongoing problems. Yes. And I was tired. I was in pain a lot and I wasn't getting things done with every single dollar that I wanted to. And I was beating myself up for it. I mean, here, you know, a lot of us are very type A personalities. We're go, go, go. And here I wasn't being able to perform as I usually do. Well, fast, fast forward to three weeks ago when I found out that I have an autoimmune disorder called Hashimoto's where basically my body produces an antibody that attacks my thyroid. And that's your thyroid does everything for you. It regulates everything in your body. So now FinCon came at a perfect time because now I can redirect how I'm going to use my energy next year and refocus and soft relaunch every single dollar again. Okay. So first thing that you uh, comes to mind is you and I were talking the other day and you were saying, you know, I was starting to think, am I lazy or, you know, and you've never been someone that I thought is lazy. Well, thank you. And so, you know, for someone who's feeling like, man, am I lazy? What's going on? What's wrong? You know, I think that's an encouraging word. You know, go, you know, see the people you need to see to make sure things are all right. Absolutely. You need to ask questions of your medical providers because right. I think too often people trust what their doctors are telling them and just kind of go with what they're telling you and not getting second opinions. And even though my doctors told me I had these antibodies that were high, didn't tell me to do anything else. So I had to go out on my own and figure out what else I needed to talk to about it. But I wanted it solved and I wanted it taken care of so that I could be at my best to do to help others in the world. And I think another thing that you hit on that's important is it's okay to take a break. There's, there's like, we're in this environment of, okay, you got to one up or you got to, you know, hustle, 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 or you're falling behind or something like that. And it's refreshing to know that it's okay if you need to pause. I'm really tired of the word hustle, actually. <laughs> I'm well, really you, tired of people overusing it. More than I have. Probably. And, and I'm realizing that I need to stop using it because it's not really about go, go, go. It's about being purposeful and intentional and using your energy in the right 
way that's going to be make the most impact, not just to hustle to hustle. So I think that's the biggest thing I've learned this year. Ex- explain that a little more about being purposeful. So I, you know, I spent the last couple of years building a lot of social media and I was putting out a lot of content and imagery, but I really wasn't focused on how I was going to serve my audience, monetize my business so that I could have this as my full-time job. And so I think what I've learned is that I don't have all this extra time because I do need to have downtime and rest as part of this and that I need to focus on the activities that are going to mostly impact the audience that I'm trying to reach. And I don't think just by putting out content willy-nilly is going to do that. I need to have a purposeful strategy to do that in order to address their needs. And now knowing what you know and after the experience you've had this year, it puts you in a better position to plan ahead and then just strategically map that out right in a way that it's not going to put you in a bind or right and i also have to be i have to be cognizant of how much i can really accomplish too i like to give myself a to-do list that's a mile long and i realize i have to do short manageable actionable steps Mm. that's going to give me the most bang yeah and not everything's realistic (laughs) right out no (laughs) no absolutely not i think you learn you ebb and flow and learn what your stops and starts are and how much you can actually do and you just have to work with that so I got a comment the other day. Someone was like, hey, you haven't written me back. It's been 10 days. And, you know, the first thought is 10 days. That's a long time to not respond to somebody. But at the same time, I was like, I'm getting bombarded with emails. And I'm like, sorry if yours was a lower priority. I don't mean to be that guy. But I think too, um, I gave myself some grace, Jessica. Yes. Uh, because while I don't want to leave this person hanging, it was just... I had other things I needed to tend to at the moment. I think also, too, you and I both come from a corporate world where stuff is like turned over quickly. Like if you don't hear back from somebody in 24 hours, they're they're nagging you. Where I think in this world, we have so many things we're juggling that people need to give a little more grace on, especially if you're doing it as a side hustle. That's even more. You've got a whole lot more going on in your life than just the side hustle. So, But that's a good example of for me where I just had to say, hey, you know what? It is okay that I didn't respond to this person right away. This person's not a bad person. This person's not being mean to me. Um, and I am going to reply to them, but I'm not going to beat myself up that I didn't get it done in two days. No, and you, you also don't have to take every opportunity that's presented to you. Because I think at the beginning, I was very much like, I'll do anything. I'll do all kinds of yeah. stuff. And then I was stretching myself thin. And then, yeah. again, I wasn't focused on what my purpose was. And I think, again, prioritizing is the biggest, biggest piece that I'm taking away. Prioritizing. So what would be some next steps when you get home? So I'm mapping kind of out my customer journey, how my customer is going to flow into my different products that I'm providing, kind of what that's going to look like over a lifetime, and then insert those products and start developing them. So I'm going to kind of start out with my first product that I'll develop and the content that will drive people to that first product. And then as that process is going, start building the second and build and again, being more intentional about how I'm serving and where they are in that journey. Like, how am I serving them along the way that I'm taking them through their personal finance journey? But I like the fact that you're not just abandoning every single dollar because I think it's a great message. And I know that it's had an impact already. Mm-hmm. So the fact that you're saying, okay, I had to pause on it temporarily, but I'm coming back and we're going to you know, organize it this way. I think that's great. I think I just felt like I had invested so much time and energy sure. in it. And I, I'm like, I can't walk... And every time I try to walk away from this, Jared, and you know this because you've brought it up to me before too. Every time I try to walk away, I get somebody like you or somebody else that says, you really need to do this. And I come back and say, thank you for telling me because I need to stay on. I need someone to keep telling me to stay on this journey. And it gets tough. And there's times yeah. you want to give up. And and I just, I'm too invested in it now to, to give up. But that kind of leads back into what we were talking about. It's okay to have those strategic breaks. And when you need those little pauses, you take them. 
you don't overwhelm yourself. You work at a pace that's realistic and you're going to be doing those things. You have done those things. And I think you're a good example to anybody who's listening to this. You know, this is, <laughs> this is not the quick win. This is the no. long haul. This is the marathon. You know, you need to just be okay with that. That's, a, that's not a bad thing. No. And I think the other thing people appreciate is the transparency I've had too about my yeah. journey this year. I wrote a very open blog post about what has happened with me this year. And I got a lot of really great support and response. So I know that people haven't completely abandoned this idea of every single dollar and they love it and they're glad that I'm back. And they're, I think, even more invested to watch me succeed. So it, it's, been, it's been a good welcome back. I mean, it's been a while now since you paid off your debt. Do you ever have those moments where you're like, oh man, I probably shouldn't have you know, put that money in this bucket. <laughs> well, let's hear one of those stories. I still deal with temptation. I mean, it's sure. not that you don't have the temptation, but then when I think about where I was before, or I know that it's not going to serve me well, but I've even had opportunities to either take on debt or do something. And then something happens where it doesn't allow me to. It's almost like the universe or God is like, tell me, nope, you're not allowed to do this. Sorry. we've I've, I've put you on this planet for this purpose and you're not going to go backwards. Yeah. But I think there's also the fear of where I was. And I remember that weight. Like I always, and also talking to people that have a lot of debt and seeing that fear and that weight in their eyes of all that debt, it's, it scares me to stay on the straight path. All right. We're going to take a turn here. And, and um, I want to talk to you a little bit about the Me Too campaign that's been on social media. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I know you've seen that. Yes. And, uh, you know, what, what about that message that resonates with you? Wow. I think I was really surprised at how many people responded because, and quite honestly, I was afraid to put me too because it has happened to me. And part of it is I didn't want to explain my story. I probably should have put that out there, but I just, I didn't feel comfortable, but it just, it really opens your eyes to realizing you're not alone. In fact, my dad even posted me too, because it doesn't just affect men. It's also women or women. It also affects men. And that's what really... I didn't even know that about my own dad. So that was wow. that was kind of eye-opening right on social media. I was like, whoa, what is that about? But what I do know is that that whole campaign, I think, just brought a lot of awareness to people of realizing that they're not alone and that it happens more often. And it just it saddens me because it's like we should be respecting each other as human beings. And the fact that people have had instances where they're not being respected is just it's sad. It's sad that we can't treat each other decently and that it's happened. It just it feels like it's happened way too many times. Yeah. I don't like to hear that. <laughs> no, I know. I know. It's horrible to think that that's happened to anybody. But yeah. but hopefully with that awareness, people are a little more thoughtful in their interactions and know how to, you know, be appropriate. I just don't know why that's been lost about how what what's considered appropriate behavior. One of the things I've noticed about you, Jessica, on social media is, is you're probably like real one of the first people that responds or, or posts when uh, like a celebrity dies. <laughs> I know. And I was like, huh, is that like a thing for you? Or what? Well, I have, I have a family deep in the entertainment industry, I guess. Okay. It started with my great-grandfather who owned his own movie theater back in small town of Clarion, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. So he's had that. My grandfather did vaudeville. He also ran movie theaters in South Florida. Really? Fun fact with my family, he actually, there's a whole story behind this, maybe for another day. But he actually knew JFK and would run movies over to the Kennedy compound in Palm Beach no during his presidency because of an interaction he had with then Senator Kennedy. Wow. No, that's amazing. Pretty wow. cool. Right. So then my dad is in television. My uncle's in the music industry. So we've just been an entertainment family for generations. So sure. I'm all about I love movies. I love music. I love television. So 
when I hear of that, it's almost, you know, you have memorable characters. So when you've connected with those characters over the years, it feels kind of like a family member passing sure. away. So I think that's why, and I want to share that and be like, I'm, I'm so sorry this happened. And well, to I let just noticed know. like the, the, you know, these tragic things that, that happen. It's like the first time I read about it is from you. And it's like, <laughs> That's a pattern. Maybe, <laughs> like, I have a, maybe I have a career coming up in celebrity death I, reporting. I don't know. Well, okay. So another possible career is, <laughs> was your hurricane coverage? So People talk have that. talked to me here at FinCon about that. Your hurricane I coverage. Even, I can't even tell you stellar. how many people here at FinCon have been like, I loved your lives during Hurricane Irma. It was amazing. They were. Because they were. they're like, she's going outside and it's windy. I'm like, that's how you get the story. Yes. You show the people. I will be the Jim Cantori of the new generation and I'll go out there. Uh, but I did think that was fascinating because I, I'm not expecting that from you, but you were going out <laughs> and just saying, hey, here's what's happening in my neighborhood. And, and it was really fascinating. It's and, good to get the local perspective because you yeah. see what, what the national media wants you to see, but what's really happening at the grassroots level. And I think that's the power that we have with yeah, social media. Consistent uh, live streams throughout that process and mm-hmm. kind of updating people on you and, and what was happening locally. Mm-hmm. And I watched several of them, and, and I remember just thinking, man, Jessica's good at this. <laughs> like, Again, we have the reporter. My dad's a television producer, so I'm used to the uh, the reporter side of, of that whole industry. Well, I hope uh, I, I don't hope that we have more hurricanes. No, but me neither. If we have hurricanes, I look forward to your coverage. Jess, <laughs> so. Jess Cantore, should I? Is Jim married? Maybe we can uh, team up. I don't know. Yeah, I don't Jim, know. Jim, if you're listening. No, I'm, I'm sure kidding. he is. <laughs> Sorry. Rightfully so. He should be. <laughs> Fan of the Shame show. Fan of the show. All right. So we start to wrap up here. Two questions. Of course, first one is where do people connect with Jessica Garbarino? You can find me at everysingledollar.com. I'm also on Facebook at Every Single Dollar with Jessica Garbarino, Twitter at Jess Garbarino, and Instagram at Jessica Garbarino. Boom. And of course, we close out with final thoughts. Final thoughts, Jessica. Oh, I'm so tired. It's been yeah. a good FinCon. You know, it's been a good FinCon when you're exhausted. This is true. Um, I have this um, back and forth of I'm glad it's over because I'm tired, but I'm sad it's over because it went so quickly. And I love making the in-person connections with people that I don't see throughout the year. So it's kind of half family reunion, half learning. So it's always a good experience every yeah, year. Those in person connections once a year with people who live 45 minutes away from you is the I best. know they're gold <laughs> in Texas <laughs> Jessica <laughs> yeah I can, that's not like the most I'm frugal like, way to do it is it like that shouldn't be coming yeah. from a personal finance I, I, person I'm not treating this relationship this friendship as a, a every single dollar <laughs> no not in mind connection so, <laughs> fair enough Jessica thank you so much thank you Jared mm-hmm. 